Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What's up? What's up? Salute, salute. It's your man Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing fantastic. All right. Ran into another one. Police are investigating a lawsuit filed after a baby allegedly been decapitated during a delivery at a Metro Atlanta hospital. Uh, the details of this story are graphic. All right, so let me see. Clayton County, your disc- your discretion has been advised, ladies and gentlemen. Clayton County, Georgia police are now investigating after a lawsuit alleging a baby was de- decapitated during a delivery on July 9th was filed in Clayton County against Southern Regional Medical Center and others. According to the complaint, 20-year-old Jessica Ross water broke at 10 in the morning, July 9th, and she went to the emergency room department at Prime Healthcare Service, uh, a southern regional medical center in Riverdale. At approximately 8.40 p.m., Ross was fully dilated and instructed to be to begin pushing. She was instructed to start pushing. The delivery complaints says the baby stopped descending due to shoulder uh, dystocia while being delivered vaginally, vaginally, I don't know how to say, vaginally, and Dr. Tracy St. Julian, MD, reportedly attempted to deliver the baby vaginally using different methods, including applying traction to the baby's head. Dr. St. Julian reportedly decided to perform a STAT, STAT, uh, a C-section at approximately 11.49 p.m. The baby's body and legs were delivered at 12.11 in the morning, and the baby's head was delivered Vaginally, the lawsuit claims that Dr. St. Julian did not tell Ross and her family about the decapitation when she spoke to them at approximately 5 in the morning, July 10th. The lawsuit also claims that the hospital discouraged Ross and the baby's father, uh, Trevon Taylor, from seeking an autopsy, saying a free autopsy was not an option for them under the circumstances. Instead, they reportedly encouraged the couple to have their son cremated instead of being sent to a funeral home. When Ross and Taylor demanded to see and hold their child, the baby was reportedly tightly wrapped in a blanket with his head propped on top of his body to conceal the fact that he was decapitated. The family was ultimately told about the decapitation by the funeral home, according to the family's lawyer. The lawsuit alleges Dr. St. Julian failed to practice according to standards when she negligently applied excessive traction on Trevon Isaiah's 
Taylor's Jr.'s head and neck and grossly negligently failed to do a C-section in a timely and proper manner, resulting in Trevon Isaiah's Taylor's Jr.'s decapitation and death. The lawsuit also says Premier Woman's OBGYN is liable for the grossly negligent acts and omissions of its employees and or agent Tracy uh, St. Julian, M.D., who cared for Miss Jessica Ross and Trevon Isaiah Taylor Jr. on or about July 9th, 2023. Addition. Several nurses are also being accused of gross negligence because they reportedly did not follow proper procedures once it was determined that a shoulder dystocia had occurred. According to the complaint, the nurses owed an independent duty to the Ross and her baby. The complaint is asking Ross and Taylor to be compensated for the suffering and death of the child and the tremendous mental and physical anguish and trauma experienced by Ross, who was awake while the doctor was attempting to remove the baby. The complaint is also seeking to recover damages for the full value of the baby's life, including loss of earnings and loss of enjoyment of life. The couple is represented by attorney Dr. Roderick Edmund and Keith Lindsay of Edmund and Lindsay, all right, along with attorney Corey Lynch of the law office of Corey J. Lynch, all right. So the Clayton County Police Department confirmed they have opened an investigation into the baby's death, all right. New sources is reaching out to the doctors and hospitals for a statement, but of course, there's no uh, comment. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I know the doctor that did the delivery, she's in a whole lot of trouble. I tell you that much. That's a, uh, she should have like um, asked for assistance she should have um, paused. I, I don't mean to say pause. There's another terminology for um, she should have asked for assistance with other um, MDs that was in attendance. Like, probably she was the only one, but she still could have got assistance from somebody else. She could have, like, um, did a dilate. She could have dilated. That's why they suing her because she could have like dilated the procedure, right? And call and get assistance. Like I'm having difficulties. I need assistance with another doctor. I need another physician to assist me into delivering this baby. Like there were other options. She didn't have to proceed with the damn delivery. If there was a problem with the shoulders and the head, yeah, if there was a problem with the shoulders and the head with the baby coming out of the wound, of course, you got to do a C-section. And then if she was having complications, she could have like, okay, uh, we're going to have to dilate this and we're going to, I need assistance. You know what I'm saying? The nurses, obviously, they couldn't help neither. They wasn't uh, competent enough to help 
or assist the MD with the um, procedures. Well, but they still or there still are other protocols for the MD to doggone get assistance. They could have just dilated the lady and then wait till another physician came on board to assist with the procedure on delivering this child. All right. So there were other options. I know there is. You see what I'm saying? I know. I know there is. Like, come on, man. There's other options. That's why there's a lawsuit that, you know, there's a lawsuit because there's other options on delivering the baby. All right. So basically, this is an error from the uh, physician's behalf. Sad story. Hate that I had to talk about it. Uh, supposed to be celebrating life, not celebrating uh, a passing. All right. So let me jump on another one right here. You know what I'm saying? That was not cool. She could have just like said, look, hold on. We're going to have to dilate this more. We're going to have to like uh, burglars bash their way into business, target cash drawers, safes, and registers. All right. Sheriff. Here, I'm, I'm just reading through the um, headlines. Fulton County inmate attacks guard stun gun didn't even phase him. Target shoplifter caught in the act of in the act arrested after dramatic fight with Atlantic police. Uh, wrong way driver fleeing from police causes fatal multi vehicle crash on I sixty seven six seventy five. With Taylor woman charged with performing sex acts on the dog. Let me see that man. Let me see what the hell is this. That's bestiality, right? Taylor woman charged with performing sex. Okay. In the shocking story of a Taylor. What is this? Taylor, Michigan. A 30-year-old woman has been charged for allegedly having sex with her dog after her ex-boyfriend said he discovered the disgusting act caught on video. Brittany McClure was arrested this week for sodomy and animal abuse against the couple's dogs. The dog name is Max. According to the police, McClure's, Miss McClure's boyfriend turned the woman in after finding the act on surveillance cameras set up in the living room at the home. According to uh, Detective Philip Collop, the man said he caught his ex on camera inside the home they share. In that video, it shows defendant Brittany McClure lying on the living room floor on a mattress with a blanket. She opens the blanket and calls the dog over. Collapse said in, in court on Wednesday, she is heard saying, good boy. He analyzed the six minute long video and ultimately secured charges against her for sodomy and animal abuse with Max listed as a victim in the report. <laughs> this is funny. Uh, Lieutenant Frank Cannon has been on the job for more than two decades and has never seen anything like this. It was plain as day. His ex-girlfriend performing fellatio on their dog named Max and her attempts to get Max to reciprocate. Uh, Cannon said, kind of interesting, kind of 
interest in fetish stuff that was seen on the internet. I don't know that any justification could justify these acts. She did own up to performing these acts on Max. The dog was not hurt. And Cannon said is back in the care of her ex-boyfriend. The dog is not hurt, but he's back in the care of the ex-boyfriend. Uh, I don't know if Max was abused. You know what I'm saying? So she was ordered not to have any contact with animals. And the judge set a bond of $100,000. Police said McClure, Mrs. McClure said this was the only time she had done this. Thankfully, the video was captured. I would hate for this to become a regular thing for Max. Cannon stated the cameras were installed by McClure's ex-boyfriend for surveillance reasons. I'm looking at the uh, Brittany McClure pictures. I don't know. I'm probably going to have to say the dog was abused. But I can't, I don't know what the fuck. This is sickening though. Bestiality. People are very unpredictable. Very unpredictable. I'm seeing the picture of the dog Max. He does not look like he's upset at all. You know, so that is crazy. And a shocking story out of Taylor, Michigan. A 30-year-old woman has been charged for allegedly having sex with her dog after her ex-boyfriend said he discovered the disgusting act caught on the video cam. Brittany McClure was arrested this week for sodomy. All right? And animal abuse against the couple's dog. His name is Max. All right? I want to warn you that the rest of these details are disturbing. According to police, McClure's boyfriend turned the woman in after finding the act on the surveillance cameras set up in the living room at the home that they both shared. All right? In that video, it shows defendant Brittany McClure lying on the living room floor on the mattress with a blanket. She opens the blanket and calls the dog over. All right? All right, there's a um, detective, Detective Collip, um said he analyzed the six-minute-long video and ultimately secured charges against her for sodomy and animal abuse with Max listed as a victim in the report. Lieutenant Frank Cannon has been on the job for more than two decades and has never seen anything like this. He's been on that job for 20 years. It was... It was disturbing in all of, you know. I don't know why people be doing this though. The dog was not hurt and Cannon said he is back with his, uh, and her ex-boyfriend's care. Uh, let me see, I'm trying to see the other stuff. What she did, she performed fellatio on the dog and attempts to get Max to be reciprocate, meaning that she wanted the dog to lick her cooch, her snatch. So, kind of interest, uh, Cannon said, kind of interest 
of an interest in fetish stuff that was seen on that on the internet. I don't know that he he what he, I mean what the the person that was writing this article. I don't know. They probably were smoking weed or something. I don't know that any justification could justify these acts. She did own up to it, performing the acts on Max. Because I got to, like, reiterate it and then think in my mind how to say it differently because, you know, anybody could get a job these days. Not anybody. That's a lie. But it's that's disturbing, though. I looked at the lady picture. I'm like, ugh. She's not even attractive, though. All right. Experts say Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour has revenue buzzing. Two more Douglas County elected officials under GBI investigation. Uh, what else? Utah man shot, killed by FBI. I already did that one. All right. Let's switch it up. Let's see what's going on somewhere else. I'm going to go to Los Angeles. Go to Los Angeles. I'm going to try to do me another, um, how you call it? I'm going to do me another segment after this one, after I finish this one right here. Mm-hmm. Police standoff with assault suspect and at Water Village after police chase. Lil Tay, teen rapper and social media influencer, dies as brother's death is investigated. That was all over social media this morning. Teen rapper and social media influencer dies as brother's death, death is investigated. Lil Tay, a 14-year-old rapper who became famous on social media at the age of nine, has died along with her boy, uh, her brother. A cause of death for the siblings was not publicly revealed, according to a post on her social media account. It is with a heavy heart that we share this devastating news of our beloved Claire's sudden and tragic passing, the post on Instagram. We have no words to express the unbearable loss and indescribable pain that statement continued. The statement continued. This outcome was entirely unexpected and has left us all in shock. Oh, here go the stuff right here. According to the insider, her father, Christopher Hope, said he could not comment on the Instagram post and refused to answer if his daughter was still alive. Her former manager, Harry Sung, also told the news sources he could neither confirm nor deny her death, saying the situation calls for cautious consideration. The Instagram post, the Instagram post also revealed that the rapper's brother also passed and his death is under investigation. Her brother passing adds an even more unimaginable depth to our grief, the post read. During this time of immense sorrow, we kindly ask for privacy as we grieve this overwhelming loss. As the circumstances surrounding Claire and her brother passing are still under investigation. However, police and Washington said they are investigating either of the deaths. We haven't gotten any report of either death here, 
Vancouver police told news sources in a statement. As of now, we are not aware and are not investigating. Causes of death. The cause of death for Little Tay and her brother have not been revealed. According to the news sources, the rapper's name in clear Aline Key Hope of Canada. The news sources that she rose to fame at nine years old in 2017 after sharing spoof clips of herself holding wads of cash to her ear. Uh-huh. I don't even know what's wrong with me, like, like talking to... Like, it's different. It's a difference when I'm reading a post and then when I'm talking. When I'm talking, it's different. When I'm behind the microphone, but I got to freaking read the post to talk to you guys. Like, what the hell? And then I don't know why it's so difficult all of a sudden. And never had this problem before. You know? I would say, oh, somebody, I think somebody did something to me, but I don't want to say that because I don't believe it. And even if somebody tried to do something to me to stop me from doing podcasting, it's not going to work. You know? I am a child of God. I am a child of a higher power. I know that for sure. So, there's no way you're going to stop me. So, but... I don't know why I'm having issues reading these goddamn articles. And then I don't have no issues talking, but I'm having issues reading this stuff. Some of this, some of these articles are messed up at the same time because there's a lot of typos and errors and things like that. And then you got these writers that's articulate, but they trying to be, they overwhelm the articulate, the way that they write the article they overwhelm it with these vocabulary words, trying to be real. They're trying to be real, like, you know, savvy with the words and stuff. And then they forgot that they were reporting something. So I got to reiterate the paragraph so it could be transparency when I'm talking and stuff. Don't like That's why the, the Washington Post and the New York Times, that's why they're charging everybody to, like, jump on their... Um, website to read whatever they got because their writers are like 100%, you know, straight up with it. You know what I'm saying? You could read that thing straight through without me fumbling, you know? But these goddamn amateur writers, they pretty much do suck. So, you can't blame me for this. Alright, other news. A woman in Arizona accused of sexually abusing a teenager, co-worker, and using someone else's identity. Glendale, Arizona. Court documents we obtained. I didn't obtain, but the news sources obtained. On August 9th, detail a rather detailed case involving an Arizona sexual abuse suspect who is also accused of using another person's identity. What happened? According to the court documents, the incident that led to the suspect's arrest happened on February 23rd, 2023, when the suspect was seen on video grabbing or pinching a 17-year-old's private parts. The incident, according to investigators, looked like some type of hazing between employees at a Hawaiian-style barbecue restaurant in the area of 59th Avenue and Bell Road. 
The alleged victim, according to court documents, later expressed his desire for the suspect to be prosecuted, as did his parents. The alleged victim said the suspect never had consent to touch him in this way. Read a portion of the court documents. So who is the suspect? This suspect, according to investigators, is a 53-year-old Dionis Delgado Herrera. The woman was identified by the alleged victim as the suspect in a photo lineup. However, police investigators said that for that for employment paperwork related to the job at the restaurant, the suspect provided a social security card with the name Asila Herrera Rodriguez, as well as a social security number that came back to a completely different woman in Tucson. Herrera, according to investigators, also provided a U.S. permanent resident card under the name Asila Herrera Rodriguez. This permanent resident card had a photo that matched the defendant and also matched the MVD photo associated with Dionis Delgado Herrera read a portion of the court documents. Uh, investigators said Herrera was arrested on August 8th during an interview that was done after Herrera was read her memorandum rights. Herrera denied touching the alleged victim's private part while saying she was joking with uh, other workers, other co-workers, and grabbed only the pants on the front. <laughs> Herrera, Ms. Herrera, according to court documents, also denied having any knowledge of the alleged fake documents, saying instead that a co-worker had taken her photo and made those. Investigators noted that while Mrs. Herrera was being arrested, a Cuban passport issued to a Dionis Delgado Herrera was found in Herrera's possession. Court documents state that Herrera is accused of three felonies, sexual abuse, forgery, taking the identity of another person. Um, what's next for this suspect is a judge has set a bond of $10,000 for Herrera, according to the court documents. Should Herrera make bonds, she will be required to undergo electronic monitoring. So she's going to wear a GPS on her ankle. A preliminary hearing is set for August 17, 2023. Yeah, there's a lot of this nonsense going on across the country where um, people don't know how to act in the public decorum and stuff. Uh, I know in reality that older people like to mess with younger people. You know, I see it all the time. That's why I'm like, okay, this is regular because this is what always happens. I always see a younger, a older woman mess with younger boys and older gentlemen like to mess with younger women. I see it all the time. And vice versa. Younger people like to mess with the older people and stuff. I always seen it. I always seen it. All my life I've seen it. So this is not something appalling and disgusting. But I don't know. Uh, it's pretty embarrassing for the Herrera lady. But this happens all the time. 
And for my listeners, uh, be aware of what you're doing. And like I said, be professional when you're at your job. Keep your hands to yourself, all right? Your fantasies, keep it in your mind. It don't have to come out, all right? Uh, uh, if you feel like you want to, if you feel sexy or something like that, when you leave work, take your silly ass to the bar, go to a club or something, get you a little stiff drink, and hopefully you will meet somebody and socialize with somebody, all right? When your ass is at work, you are at work. Do your job. All extra activities that doesn't uh, involve your job, don't do it at your job, all right? So you're going to get yourself in trouble. You better listen to what I'm saying. Keep your goddamn hands to yourself. And keep your thoughts to yourself, too. Nobody don't want to hear your explicit thoughts, all right? Fuck that. We don't want to hear shit. I never done no shit like that in my life. If I don't do that shit, you don't have to do it. I know how to compel myself in a business forum, all right? I seen beautiful women in my days, but I know that I'm in a professional setting. I don't have to fucking open my mouth and say anything to them females and stuff like that. You know, there's times when I uh, clock out and I'm going home, the woman come run up on me and be like, nigga, what you doing? I'm like, nigga, I'm trying to go home. What's up with you? She be like, what's up with you? I'm trying to go get drunk. All right, then. You going to get me in trouble? Nah, nigga, or you going to get me in trouble? I mean, that's how the conversation goes. You don't have to freaking be explicit at work. All right? If the opportunity don't present itself, and then at the same time, I'm not, I'm not even trying to tell you to do anything illegal here. All right? If it doesn't look right, it doesn't feel right, that means the shit ain't right, motherfucker. All right? Do it the correct way. Live your doggone life. Nobody don't need to be going to jail, all right? Shit. Anyway, this is your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube, which is Box Benji. I'm going to get active on the damn YouTube. I apologize for not being active on there, you know? I'm trying to get me, trying to get me a MacBook and stuff and then use that for the doggone YouTube. Uh, I could still get on the YouTube and talk, but I'd rather the MacBook. But I'm going to still get on the damn YouTube because I need to get my stuff together on YouTube. And then at the same time, uh, I'm probably going to have to jump on Twitch. Uh, and what else I could use? I could use some other uh, live stream uh, software, too. I, gotta, I know another one, but I can't remember it off top. But anyway, like I said, this is your man Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube. This is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same name you could use to follow me on Instagram, Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You could follow me on TikTok, which is underscore Murder Envy. That is underscore M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V as in Victor I-I. I'm going to holler at you later with another segment just for you people. Peace. Boom. It's